Hi listeners, today's episode is all about doing what you need to do today so you don't regret not doing them later. So I absolutely gave my 20s up. Completely. I, I would challenge anybody to find a bar tab on my bank statements in my 20s. In addition to that, I woke up very, very, very early. I believe that if you're going to meet God, he's up at 4 a.m. Hmm. Because that's when you can hear yourself think. That's when you have the most time to do any kind of deep work. I would start my day off at 4. I would go work out and I would do any deep work directly behind that. Anything I knew I had to get done, anything I knew I, before the phone started ringing. I think anybody that does that and they take care of their body, particularly in their 20s and they feed their mind, more than likely you're in a small town somewhere and you feel like you're the only person that feels the way that you do. And I felt that way very often. So I spent my time with authors and YouTubers that were the people that I wanted to become. And sure as shit, here I am getting 200 messages a day from young guys. Mm -hmm. So to me, I think that if you can be comfortable being alone and know that you're putting your sights on the man that you want to become, which is still my goal, by the way. We're talking about that backstage. Yep. I'm still obsessed with the man I'm going to become. I have this thing I call the rock and chair test. It's this relationship I have between myself and the older version of me that can no longer live. You know what I'm saying? All he can do is sit there in the rock and chair. And so I have this file in my phone that I keep where I talk to him. I said, hey, I'm trying to do this today. I'm feeling this way. I had this goal. I hit it. I missed this. I got hit here. And all I want to do is make that old man proud of me. But it is a version of me. And so I answer to him when I make my decisions, my hard decisions in life. What would the old man say? Would he smile and be proud of me or would he be disappointed? Because at the end of the day, it's you that you ultimately have to answer to. So for any young man that doesn't know what to do, remember, at the end of the day, you're going to have to answer to yourself. And as long as your goals are set on the man you become, you'll be absolutely fine. Who, who was the person? Was it yourself? Was it someone that told you, hey, bro, 20s, put in that work now? Like, who was that person for you? It was me. But I'll tell you why I think that that was the case. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad in college. I only say that to say this is that most people in America particularly live in a small town. Miami, L.A., New York City. Those are outliers, man. Yeah. Most of the people that watch the content, most of the people that really want to grow up and be somebody someday live in some small town somewhere with one plant in it and a couple of red lights, and they are by and largely the majority of the young men that... Yeah, flyover country, yeah, so to speak. Yeah, flyover states, Yeah, right? So you, you grew what, up in Monroe, Louisiana? What? I was born in Monroe, Okay. and I grew up in a little town called Denham Springs. Yeah. And all I knew, our whole culture was shut up and work. That was our whole culture. Yeah. And so growing up in the bad neighborhoods and the trailer parks, the only way I knew how to make doctor money was in boots. Huh. That's the only way I knew. And so I didn't know another way. And the handicap that that gave me is there was an ignorance about the area that I was in. There's things that you understand about the world growing up in Miami. I didn't know prostitutes were really a thing. Mm -hmm. No, I'm dead For serious. Right Neither do I, I Justin. I've never no, interacted no. with I'm them. telling you, I didn't know. Like, I had never met one. I had never heard anybody talk about yeah. it. All I knew was a shut up boy and talk with your pads. And if you don't do this, you're going to hell. I'm, I'm, I grew yeah. up in wow. the deep south. Right. I grew up in the deep south. Like, get to work. It ain't about talking. Get to work. Don't be arrogant. All I'm thinking of is, is uh, Bobby Boucher and the yeah. mother being yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, devil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is a devil. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it was, I was in an atmosphere where I knew I wanted to be better. Of course, there were people going to bars and drinking. They were doing yeah. it a lot. I just knew that wasn't the man I wanted to be. How do you view work-life balance at this point? Work-life balance is absolutely fucking bullshit. I hate when people try to push it onto me. Oh, you got to find balance. Because that's one thing that's going to happen. People are going to start to see you work hard. And they're going to come up to you at Thanksgiving. And they're going to be mm -hmm. like, you know, you need to take a break. Or why don't you eat some of this cake? You, you need to gain some weight. Fuck you, Aunt Sally. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. You're broke. You 
can't pay your bills and you're overweight. I have 175 employees now. We have over 100 doors. And, and, and to be quite honest with you, to answer your question previously, success to me is you make the money. Making millions of dollars a year is good, but if you don't find a way to keep it and make it grow, mm -hmm. then you're just going to be broke in 10 years. Yeah. So to me, the real estate was a big deal to me. Making sure that I'm buying apartment buildings. I just walked outside and finished closing the trailer park in Ohio. We've got another one in Louisiana. we got 64 more apartment buildings in Louisiana, and I'm not done buying them. Mm -hmm. So the old man's telling me to get to work. I'm a young man, and I still have plenty of work to do. I joke and say I'm old, but there's still plenty to do. I don't enjoy work-life balance because I've found that most of my happiness comes from feeling like I'm growing, and that any social setting or any attention I want to get from a woman happens via the man that I have become. I believe in absorbing women far, far more than I believe in chasing them. Because if you can become the right kind of man, it creates a gravitational pool. What does that mean, absorbing women? Absorbing. Attracting. Attracting. Hmm. Gravity to you. A lot of men, they're hollow and they have not done the work. So they chase women and like a double magnet, it just pushes them away. If you become that man and they come in your sphere, it just sucks them in. Wow. We go up and talk to you at the party. Yeah. 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 I spoke to some kids about four years ago and they wanted me to talk to them about college and all that and passion and all this stuff. And I am a big believer that you don't create or have passion until you get so competent and so good at something that someone else needs you hmm. and you can help them. There's nothing like walking into a job trailer and there's a leak or something wrong on the roof and they tell me where it is and I say okay because the guy didn't put the mastic in at the top by the parapet wall on the upward leg of the transition trim and they're like what no fucking way I'm like I promise you mm -hmm. and they'll call me back in three days and like that is exactly what it was I would argue that more men out there are actually a Chad and they'll never know it because they'll never be willing to do those things or inspire themselves in a way to see a vision of who they could become and for that reason they don't do you think that those guys who are 40 years old let's say mm -hmm. and they've let themselves go and they're 30 pounds overweight if not more and they're kind of struggling things aren't where they should be do you think those guys are more often single in 40 or married at 40 i think married i think there's something inside of a man that dies inside a little bit when he gets married and he can't hunt anymore yeah you know that's probably not a popular statement that, but i do think on a primal level that's very true but guess what yeah that married man men, men invent build and maintain society in pursuit of women yeah that is a fact for sure every man that wakes up and goes lays rows or puts bricks on a building or invents something or produces something or creates a big business it is on the most primal level in pursuit of women he yep. gets married and that gets taken away from him he starts to die inside mm -hmm. it's nothing against marriage it's nothing against women it's, it's nothing against family i believe in all of those things i'm all about having a family and taking care of a woman completely but if you take that one little part that drives a man, he will die inside. Now, he can be a coward and live in, in the shadows of that, or he can just step the fuck up and be the kind of man that tells the truth. And, hey, this is how it's going to be. I love you. I'll never leave you. But this is what it's going to be. Mm -hmm. Or you can be that coward that cheats behind a woman's back and she leaves him because he was too much of a bitch to stand up and tell her the truth. I think what's most important to a woman is knowing that she has position with you. To know that she has something special that other people don't have. She has a part of you that other people don't have. And that you prove that to her. So if you decide to have children with her, you have the children, you're retired now. You don't have to do, you know, I will take care of you. It's about protecting and providing at that point. And they need to know that you're never going to leave. And it'd be ideal if they would help you. Hmm. That way, instead of you doing it behind their back, it's just something you could do together. You make her a part yeah. of that. You understand you what like I'm saying? That, Jamie? Yeah. Jamie? Absolutely. Absolutely. I would much rather be like, let's are you talking about like yeah, incorporating I am. like threesomes or yeah, something? Absolutely. Yeah. Like being able to do that with my partner rather than 
them doing it behind my back. It's the deceit. Away it's the deceit that breaks choice. hearts. And let me tell you why women stay. Because they look at it and they know deep in their heart that I'm not doing anything any other man would not do if he could. Hmm. And a woman smart enough to know that and say, wait a second, he came to me and told me the truth. He set me down. He held my hand. He looked in my eyes and told me he loved me. He's not leaving. All he wants me to do is help or understand and know that he's not leaving. Then what the fuck else? I mean, Good look, because you're going to leave me for a man you love less that's going to cheat on you anyway and lie to you <laughs> like a coward. Like there's some 19 year old kid out there that's watching this that's like, so listen, baby, here's the deal. I'm going to do what I want to do, explore my options. She's like, you're 19, you're broke, you live with your mom. Like you're not, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, there's a Don't runway to get off the ground. That's why yeah. I said give up your 20s. Look, mm. it doesn't mean that you're not ever going to sleep with a woman in your 20s. Women bet on men. Women bet on men. So when you're going this way, women are going to see that a guy going that way. She's just going to jump in front of you. You're going to run over it. Okay, good for you. Slept with a girl. Good. A man should never value his worth based off the number of women he slept with. Mm -hmm. Because honestly, any guy that has his shit together at all can sleep with a girl every day, a new girl every day, every hour of every day. That's not what makes a good man. Build yourself up. Have the, have the confidence build from within inside of you. And then you can have the confidence to sit down and have a real conversation, not just I think you're pretty. Yeah. Hey, this is how I'm going to live my life. I respect you. Uh, let's have kids. Let's, I'm going to be an incredible father. I'm going to be in their life. I'm going to take care of you in every way. I'm going to love you. I'm going to be there when you're crying. I'm going to be there when you just need to talk. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the rock that all your emotional waves crash you. I am fucking here. Yeah, we talk about game, but I think one thing that's way more important than game is frame. Hmm. And there is a very, very large power in a girl acting in a way that you do not agree with and her trying to have sex with you and you roll over and not sleep with her. Yeah, because you take that power away from her and she knows that you're a man of real honor, mm -hmm. real fucking honor, not just, oh, I was mad at you, but I'll have sex with you. No, bitch, no dick for you tonight because you're going to act right. And I'm not trying to dominate women, but I do believe if there is not this hierarchy between a man and a woman where she looks up to you in some way, if she thinks that y'all are peers and y'all going to argue and shit, dude, if you argue with a woman, you are showing her that you are a child. You have to be emotionally stable and strong and intelligent and lead the family and lead the relationship. If you cannot do that, your game and everything else is out the window. Mm -hmm.